That's saying something because your cheese pieces are unbelievable. Thank and you, sir. My favorite thing on Twitter. Adam Crowley. Oh yeah, cheese. Yeah. On ESPN Pittsburgh. I'm a little tired of hearing from Steelers fans on Twitter that Mike Tomlin's being paid for his past success as if that's not supposed to mean something. In this town, we've got it so bass-ackwards, guys. Mike Sullivan wins two Stanley Cups, then the last two years he gets eliminated from the playoffs and people are calling for his head. Man, if that's the case, nobody's ever, ever going to do enough for you. Moving on now to Mark Richt of the ACC Network. The ACC Network launches on Thursday, August 22nd. Let's get a little pit football talk in. Mark, first of all, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm glad to be here. And talking about pit football, I'm still mad from two years ago. Miami, we're at Miami. We're undefeated. I'm going to have the first undefeated regular season as a head coach. We go to Pittsburgh, they're 4-8, and eight. I don't know what they are. And they take us to school. And uh, that's a tough one to get, a tough bill to swallow. Well, you know what, Mark? I'm a West Virginia fan, so 2007, Pitt beat us 13-9 to and kept us out of an opportunity to go to the national championship game. So uh, Pitt has derailed my team before as well. <laughs> uh, we can cry in our beer together. Yes, sir. Uh, Mark, I'd imagine that after... You know, three decades coaching football that you do get a little time now to maybe enjoy some of the finer things in life, no? Well, sleeping in is one of them. <laughs> uh, there's an art to sleeping in. Uh, I, I got probably four to six hours of sleep for 30-some years as a coach. Now I get about eight to ten. <laughs> and the key is when you wake up at six in the morning, if you would just lay back on the pillow, close your eyes, and be quiet for a while, you'll actually fall back asleep. So uh, it's been good for me. I've enjoyed it. And uh, that's just one of the finer things in life that I never really got to experience. Mark, you brought up your appearance back at the University of Miami to be their head coach. And uh, you mentioned the loss to Pitt, but that was an unbelievable season. And the way that it seemed like the community rallied around you guys, the atmosphere for that Notre Dame game. I mean, what did it feel like Crazy. to look around and, and, and know that you had put Miami football back on that map? Yeah, that was by far the greatest day uh, of the three years I was there. It was um, even, even college, uh, the game day show, uh, on campus was phenomenal. Our fans did an unbelievable job. Uh, they showed up. We played our tails off. I mean, what happened was there was a wild party at, at our stadium and a football game broke out. That's what happened. <laughs> but, uh, it, it was a fun day and that hard rock stadium can be as good as any, any crowd in America once you get them cranked up. Mark Rick to the ACC Network and ESPN joining us here on the Crowley Show. Before we get into the ACC currently, uh, what got you to the ACC Network? Was TV something that you always wanted to do whenever you were done coaching? You know, I, I thought that might be a way to stay in the game and uh, just get a chance to continue to enjoy the, the sport that I love so much without without it being, you know, 24 hours a day, you know, 365 yeah. It's just, it, it's hard to explain the amount of time it takes all year round 
and the amount of energy it takes to do it. And now to be able to, uh, you know, have a pace of life difference, spend time with my wife, spend more time with my grandchildren, and still, you know, do something exciting as being on TV and getting a chance to talk about, you know, these great games, it's, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Mark, uh, Mike Tomlin signed a contract extension today with the Steelers, and you know, people in town, there's so much expectation, and I know, having talked to Mike, that he welcomes that expectation. When you were at Georgia, I mean, you had some great years, a lot of great years, a lot of great years in a row, in fact. So much pressure with an SEC school. I'm sure a lot of pressure whenever you were at Miami. How do you kind of compartmentalize that? Is it something that you are able to tune out? Well, you first of all, you know it comes with a job. It's just part of it. One of the first things Coach Bottom said to us as a staff way back when I worked for him at Florida State was, uh, you know, if you can't take criticism, get out. Don't don't do it. But he does. He he brought up the point that most of the criticism is going towards the coach, not so much the person. And uh, sometimes it could feel personal. Mm. But, uh, you know, once you're not coach, and I can attest to it, not that I'm not the coach, nobody's critiquing how I make my breakfast in the morning, you know. <laughs> People don't care anymore. So we kind of know the deal. The other thing is we can go to the office, never read social media, never read the comments, and just go in our film room and study and do the things that we know that will help us win and not be in the middle of the rest. I think it's tougher on the players especially I think even the college players because their life is so much built around social media and they've got to go to class every day. I mean, they're out in the open all the time, so they, they get to hear those comments. So I really think it's tougher on a player than it is for a coach when it comes to criticism. What kind of stuff do you do as the coach to kind of help them avoid that as much as possible? I'd imagine that's incredibly difficult. Right. It is. and I, The thing that we talk about the most is just to trust everybody in the room. And I'm talking about a team meeting. You got your players, you got your head coach, your assistant coaches, you know, you got, you know, maybe some strength staff, team chaplain, but it's a pretty small circle of people that were like, hey, this is what's important, what we think, what we say, and we got to be for each other and, you know, bond together, uh, even though, you know, there's times when coaches, I've got to make a critique of your play or whatever it is. You got to understand it's for the best of the team and, and for you personally to get better. So the big thing is to keep everyone together as a team and united and, and knowing that we need each other for the success of the team. Mark Richt of the ACC Network ESPN joining us here on the Crowley Show. Talk to EJ Manuel, who's also on the ACC Network yesterday and of course, the conversation came up. Is it Clemson and everybody else? I mean, how have you seen that program transform from what was a pretty good program into just a titan, really, in the sport? Right. Well, first of all, I always thought Clemson could be what they are today. Uh, it's a great little school. Uh, uh, the city, it's a good little college town. But it's in the heart of a lot of great players. The state of South Carolina didn't necessarily have a massive amount, but you're not that far away from Georgia, and you know you're going to be able to recruit a lot of great players in the Atlanta area and all that kind of thing. So, you know, once Dabo got it going uh, with 
great coaches and these players that they developed well and started winning at a high level, then it became, you know, a very popular place to go. And now it's going to be, it's going to be hard to derail those guys. The good news for the league is if you catch Clemson, you've catched the best team in the nation or right. one of the best in the nation. So if the rest of the league can catch Clemson, we've caught the nation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what's important to know about chasing those guys. Who do you think gives them the best chance in the conference this year to, to maybe topple yeah. them? Well, there's two scenarios. One is uh, Syracuse, to me, has no fear of Clemson. They beat them two years ago. They had them on the ropes last year at Clemson, 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. So they're not going to be afraid of them. Now, can they win that game? Yes. Can they also win enough to win the Atlantic division? I don't know. I think the best shot of the throne in Clemson is for somebody, anybody, who wins the Coastal and plays in the ACC championship game against Clemson. They only have to win that one game right. they're champions. So they could be 5-3 and three in league play, win that game, and they're champs. So it doesn't mean they've dethroned Clemson as – you know, being one of the greatest teams in the country, not necessarily, but certainly they got a shot at that one-game playoff with them, and they got a chance to beat them. Mark, really great stuff. Looking forward to seeing you on the ACC Network. Truly a delight, and hopefully we get a chance to do it again sometime. All right, great. Good to talk to you. Take care now. That is Mark Richt, going to be on the ACC Network. Whoa. That begins on August 22nd. I know it's Mike Tomlin Day here in Pittsburgh. We spent the first 40 minutes on it. It's all Steelers the rest of the show. But we are never not going to talk to interesting people on this program. And I'm giving him an A+. I'm giving him an A+, too. That was an awesome interview, man. Great stuff from you, too. Great questions. I mean, don't do that. But no, great questions. He's funny. Really funny. He's got that southern kind of dry sense of humor, though. It's it's it makes a person vulnerable and instantly relatable when he comes out and makes fun of himself. He goes, "Oh, you mentioned Pitt. Well, let me tell you a story about Pitt." <laughs> like he immediately calls back onto one of his worst losses as a coach, and has he? Ha- I can tell he has kind of a lighthearted view of it. You know, I mean, he doesn't go to sleep at night haunted by this. I'm sure he still thinks about it every once in a while. Like you said, you and him can cry over some some beers one time, but. This guy just really made himself likable instantly off the bat. Great interview, A+. plus. Yeah, I love him because we're both dying inside because of the same stupid football team here in this city. It's also, I think, appropriate, kind of, that Mark Richt is the guy that we have on today on Mike Tomlin Day. I did not want to bring this up to him, but Georgia fans felt like he underachieved because he never was able to win that national championship. But there's this guy named Nick Saban who's in a conference who was winning all the national championships. And it's not like Rick didn't win his share of SEC championships. He beat Saban in his own conference every once in a while. Just right. never got that final trophy. Right. In 2002, they were 13-1, and then 11-3, and 10-2, and 10-3, 11-2, 10-3, 10-4, 12-2, 10-3. This guy won double-digit games almost every stanking year he was in Georgia, and the competition is incredibly high, and Georgia didn't appreciate him. Now... Here's where if you are a Tomlin hater and you want to argue with Crowley, you could say, well, look at what's happened at Georgia now, where they've been in the playoff for a year and they could have been back this year and how they're maybe now contending for a national championship. Look, you either win the conference and win the national championship or you don't. If the playoff had happened in 2002, Georgia's in the playoff. So I I look at it as actually a similar situation, but... 
I don't kick a great coach to the curb. If I'm Georgia, I don't kick him to the curb. If I'm Miami, when he comes in, I'm thrilled. Miami had been ass for a long time. Nowhere near relevant. Nine and four, ten and three. It just tells me when you've got a great coach, you hold on to them. And it can work out sometimes when you let that guy go. But more often than not, if you've got a great coach, you should make sure that that guy continues to be a great coach. 145 and 51 at Georgia. Mike Tomlin has a higher winning percentage than Bill Cower, and yet people want to kick him out the door and say he won with Cowher's players. Get the hell out of here. Appreciate what you've got. Grass ain't always greener on the other side. The Steelers made an important hire that I didn't know about until this morning. It's a great move. I'm serious about this. No tongue-in-cheek here. Great move. Hadn't heard about it. Doubt you've heard about it either. Tell you what that is next. It's the Crowley Show. You do it right by staying on top of knowing when it's time to stain your deck and your fence. Lowe's is here. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.